These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. West Newcastle will soon be trialling cashless gaming cards. The deal was announced by the Minister for Customer Service this morning and will be able to be used for all services including poker machines. West CEO Phil Gardner says the trial is about improving the experience and welfare of members. What this does, it links the capacity to get money onto your phone and puts the power back onto the phone. If I'm having a problem with my gambling currently and I want to talk to someone about it, I've got to come into the club. So I've got to go back to that environment and I've got to have conversations. With the trial we're going to run with the phone, you can sit at home and say, hey, look, I want to set a limit. I don't want to gamble at all. I want to be excluded. You can talk to us and we support you. A 169-hectare site north of Glendale will soon become the region's newest suburb if approved by the state regulator. Lake Macquarie Council endorsed the proposal and will now submit a planning proposal to start the rezoning process. Council's manager of integrated planning, Wes Haynes, says any loss of biodiversity will be offset. One of the studies that um, has commenced but is still ongoing is the biodiversity study for that site. Preliminary outcomes from that study um, indicates that of the 590 hectares, uh, up to 200 hectares will be conserved for environmental outcomes. A teenager was charged with punching an opponent in the face after a soccer match at Curry Curry. It's alleged the 16-year-old victim was knocked unconscious at Biralee Oval as the teams lined up to shake hands at the end of the game on May 12. The boy underwent surgery for a broken jaw at the John Hunter Hospital. A 16-year-old boy was charged on Monday with recklessly inflicting grievous bodily harm and has been granted conditional bail. He'll face the children's court next month. Designs for the new acute services unit at the John Hunter Hospital were unveiled by the New South Wales Health Minister on Tuesday afternoon. Brad Hazard joined the Hunter New England Health CEO Michael DiRienzo at the hospital to make the announcement. The new building will feature a new emergency department, critical care services, theatres, imaging services and birthing suites, as well as upgrades to the internal road network to complement the future connection to the Newcastle inner city bypass. Brad Hazard says the design has had a few roadblocks. It's a very challenging site. We know it's on a ridge. There was always some concerns about what we could actually do here in a synergistic way and make sure it actually all fitted together. But the concept plans have now moved to being visual images that we can actually see how it's all going to work. A young couple was rescued after spending a freezing night trapped for several hours in a sea cave at Catherine Hill Bay. Police say the man and woman in their 20s were out walking at about 2.30 on Tuesday afternoon when they were swept into the water and carried into the cave by the swell and were unable to swim out. The alarm was raised about 8 o'clock the same night, prompting a major search for the pair. They were found just before 4 o'clock on Wednesday night and winched to safety by fire and rescue crews using vertical lifting gear and ropes. They suffered only minor cuts and were assessed by paramedics at the scene before heading home for a hot shower. Swansea MP and Deputy Labor Leader Yasmin Catley has been caught up in an internal smear campaign which has led to the resignation of two shadow ministers. Walt Secord and Chris Minns have quit the shadow front bench after a dirt file was circulated about Mr Minns. He says in the last 24 hours he has not received any communication or explanation from Leader Jody McKay or her deputy, Yasmin Catley. Mr Minns claims the deputy leader's office distributed the file, making his position untenable, although he will stay on as the member for Cogra. Yasmin Catley says a staffer in her office is responsible for the file and has been sacked. Well, firstly, I want to make it very clear that I did not know about uh, that dossier. Um, it is not something that I approved and I do not condone it. Um, I have counselled my staff member and he understands that it's the wrong thing that he has done and 
I have explained to him that his position in my office is no longer tenable. A Newcastle man was charged with importing 230 kilograms of methamphetamine. Police launched an investigation after the drugs were found hidden in a shipment of gears. The boss behind the planned gas-fired power plant says this week's Queensland blackout highlights why the project is needed. An explosion at Queensland Collide Power Station on Tuesday led to a blackout of more than 470,000 customers for several hours. Snowy Hydro CEO Paul Broad told a Senate estimates hearing such plants were needed to manage risks such as the Collide explosion. This is real and they're firing up gas plants. Please, this is serious. This is deadly serious. This is people in serious predicaments. We sit here today, let me tell you, I spend my life thinking about this. That's what I do every day. I think about what we can do to not let that happen. And in sport, Knights player Kalen Ponga has been ruled out of Sunday's match and doubts cast on his place in the Queensland Maroons side for the first round of origin due to a groined injury. And Friday night's game between Jets and City was postponed in response to Melbourne's week-long lockdown. Newcastle are running out of time to avoid the wooden spoon as the season comes to an end. Jets coach Craig Dean says the team are waiting for a decision to be made on the game's new date. It's out of our control, so you just learn to be adaptable and do what you're told when you're told. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where it's at.